Hey ladies, I hope you're having an awesome day today. And I just want to ask you a question. Do you find yourself complaining a lot? Or do you have someone in your life who complains? I wanted to talk about this subject today and really share with you the difference between complaining and venting and why it matters and how one is productive and one is not. But before I get to the episode, I just want to thank you for all of your amazing engagement inside the Facebook group, the email messages that I'm getting, just to say, hey, here's where I'm at, Michelle, and check in. And some of you are making decisions to move forward with coaching. And some of you are at the place where you're just now here. You just, you're new to the podcast and maybe you've just found the show and you've started binging. I love those messages. You're like, oh my goodness, I'm binging. And what you're saying is exactly me and it's how I'm feeling. And I just want to celebrate the Lord for a moment and his goodness and how he will restore us and what he's done in me to bring me to a place where I can continue to share my message and my experience and help you and support you through your journey because you're where, or at least there is part of you that is where, where I was back in my days of consistently drinking and thinking it was a habit issue or thinking it was a pressure issue or thinking it was just something that I did to realizing that there was a lot more underneath going on. And I am almost, which I'm super excited about this. I've been thinking about this for the past week. So we're here at the end of July. August 8th of this year is five years alcohol-free for me. So hopefully I'll do some kind of special episode or post or something like that. But it just kind of hit me the other day and I was like, wow, what can I share with my ladies this far removed from it? And to the place where I just keep remembering and I keep remembering the pain that I was in so that I can support you. But I'm also in this place of this awareness and the reality that I've gone through some really, really hard stuff the last year and a half. And the first thing I know to be true for me is that if I had been in my season of when I was drinking consistently, I would have not made it. Not made it could mean just made a mess of my life. It could mean giving up on what I knew was true for me and the steps that I needed to take in my life. Not made it as in, you know, lost a lot of friendships. I don't know. It would have just been, it would have been bad. And I would not have been able to trust myself, to trust myself and to stay with when you're facing that hard stuff, Michelle, you know what you know what you know. That would not have been possible during this season of my life if I was drinking. And then the other side of that is just recognizing, oh my gosh, look how far I've come in my life, in my growth, in my removal of alcohol, in my growing and learning and evolving. And life can still be so freaking hard. So there's nothing here that I'm ever going to say like, oh, if you quit drinking, your life's going to be great. And everything's going to go smooth. Absolutely not. But if you quit drinking, you'll be able to see yourself, know yourself, trust yourself on a deeper level than you ever have before. That way you can lean on God. You can trust him more. You can be in tune with what you need and what you want. 
And it could be a huge, huge shift for you. And you might not have any big changes in your life, like myself, going through a divorce, moving, these big things that have happened, and all the undercurrent stuff underneath the surface of all that. But you could maybe restore your relationship with your spouse. Maybe you could restore some friendships. Maybe you could step into a calling that God's really had on your life that you haven't been able to see or hear because you've been coping. Maybe you do change jobs. Maybe you do move locations. The thing is, is that I believe that if you are going to walk in this life the way that God wants you to, inside the good times, the bad times, the scary times, where you feel shaky and your knees are weak and, you know, sometimes you just want to lay down. That can only be possible for you to to persevere and be resilient and walk through, I believe, without any sort of alcohol and coping in your life. So that's for you. Celebrating where we are today, celebrating you for being here, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Let's talk about complaining. I've just been seeing a lot of this lately. There's a lady I follow and I cannot remember her name. I want to say she's like the, like a happiness coach or something like that. Um, I, I see things here and there. You know, I'm not a huge social media person, but I do see and follow some people. And I know that she does particularly talk a lot about complaining. And this just kind of came up for me this week where how gross it can feel when we're in a season of complaining. Like when I've done that myself, I've kind of found myself in that season or we're around people who complain a lot. So, you know, I love definitions. So complaining is the expression of dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. So what's the difference between complaining and venting? And that's kind of where I want to go in this episode, because I don't want to give you some idea that you cannot speak about things that you're dissatisfied about or annoyed about or unhappy about or that you you just don't like and you you see a problem. I don't want you to avoid like I used to do. I spent a lot of time avoiding my emotions and ignoring my feelings. That's not what this episode is about. This is just to show you the difference between complaints and venting. Complaining is more of a defense 
and it's against the courage to change, while venting actually addresses the issues and inspires you to take action. So the thing about complaining too is it really does rewire your brain for negativity, pessimism, and unhappiness. How You know how I've talked about the brain seeking familiar. That's what it wants. And when we're in the unfamiliar, it feels a little weird, different, new, but it will always seek familiar. So it, and it's efficient. That's what it's seeking. So when you feed your brain more of complaining, it will find more. And that will be your default mode. And that will be what your brain is looking for. Like, oh, she wants to be negative. She's complaining a lot. Hmm, let me help her. Let me become more efficient. Let me help her find more things to complain about. Got it? And understanding why you feel the need to complain is helpful as well. Because I believe, and I did some research around this too, that coping or that complaining is actually a coping mechanism, right? So what it is, is a direct connection to the need that you're trying to emotionally regulate. So what's happening is there's a perceived negative experience. So complaining feels like in the moment that you're kind of like opening this valve and letting off some steam so that the pressure comes off because you're feeling this experience in your body, this negative experience. So that's the immediate go to if you're already in this especially this mindset or this negative bias let me just complain i got to relieve because surely complaining is going to help me regulate how i'm feeling now understand this is not something on a conscious level that you're realizing maybe now that you're doing and that's why this is my goal and desire for you to bring these things to you into a conscious awareness so Once we realize that, if we realize, okay, nothing is coming from my complaining. (laughs) I just did it. I let off a little steam, but then nothing changes. So then sometimes what we experience is it gets worse because then what happens? We ruminate. We think about the complaint. We think about the negative experience and we think about the issue around it and we realize Nothing has changed. All we've done is just verbalized it. It can make the experience even worse. Okay? So consider, here's some ways too, just to give you another perspective on what constant negativity can do for you and your health. It can make you more likely just to think negative on a regular basis. If you're in that pattern of thinking negatively and complaining and your brain is supporting you by saying, oh, this is what she wants, let's find more and do more, you could be stuck in that cycle. Number two, it can change and damage your memory. Three, it increases your levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and we've talked about how damaging that is, especially if it stays consistently high. Listen to this. It can actually shorten your lifespan. (laughs) Research shows that people that have more of a positive mindset versus complainers live longer. Here's another one. 
It takes the toll on your support system. It reduces the positive influences in your life and could increase the negative influences in your life. And let me be Michelle by saying this in a very clear way. Positive and healthy growing people have no desire to be around complainers. And I can connect to that because I personally have been around people in my life that have chronically complained and it is exhausting for me because, you know, we say nature versus nurture, right? We all grow up in different conditions and different cultures. So when we're talking about positive and negative mindset, experience, things like that, we do tend to lean a little more one way or the other, depending on our circumstances. And thankfully, early on, I have just wanted to, desired to create a more positive outlook for my life. Even when I was inside of my drinking, I still had enough inside of me and this desire that I wanted to be more of that person. And then, of course, once I removed the alcohol, I went through my own healing. And then I went through up and down. We'll look at, you know, roller coaster seasons of complaining, not complaining, depending on what the circumstances were. But I found myself now, I'm, I'm very much drawn to other people who have that more positive mindset. Not the fake pretend not reality positive mindset. I think that's toxic positivity. It's super unhealthy, but real, just real. Like even though my circumstances are this, I can see this as my future. I have hope. I can't be certain here in this space in my season of life, but this is what I'm looking forward to. And these are the things that I have gratitude for and see how all this moves together. So what happens is, and this is how it can harm you, is you're going to begin to lose if you haven't yet. Great. This is a chance to rein it in. Or you may be looking at your life right now and go, wow, that was me. Or I have had this experience. Or maybe I am experiencing it right now where I'm noticing I'm losing relationships. And I not, don't really have any positive encouraging people around me. But most of my friends are flipping negative, Right. So that's how that happens, because guess what that does feel like? Familiar. And what did I say your brain wants? Familiar. So as you continue to stay stuck, pretty much unhappy inside of complaining, even though some of this is just coming from this greater need to cope, this greater need to learn how to emotionally regulate, it still is what it is when your brain says, this is familiar. These are my people. We can all get in our little bubble together and we can complain and whine and life is life is life. Okay. So I just wanted you to have a clear picture of what it could be doing to you. Now let's get, let's talk specifics. Okay. Here's what I know to be true. I believe it's absolutely okay and celebrated and please do this, vent. It is very helpful and it needs to be inside of a healthy container. What do I mean by that? When you need to vent, it needs to be in this safe container. So picture a container as a space with someone inside of behind closed doors to a coach or a therapist, to your best friend, to your spouse, whoever 
or wherever that space is for you that's very private and safe. It is absolutely a beautiful space to be able to vent. But here's the cool thing about venting is that once you release it, you regulate this emotion, then typically there is a solution or an action step that can come from it. Now, this, does this have a timeline? No. Typically, though, within reason, venting is quick. You can just get it all out. Does the solution come right away? Not necessarily. It may come after a good night's sleep, after some prayer, action steps, same way. Or it could just feel complete and then you can move on. Sometimes venting even just feels like, wow, the action step was the fact that I actually got that out of my body, got that out of my mind, and now I'm good. I don't feel like that I need to do anything more or take any sort of action. That's the beauty of venting. Complaining, however, is just sort of out there. And I just got this picture of, say, if venting is inside of a container, complaining is just spit out there. It splashes, it splats, it gets all over other people. It's drippy across the floor. There's no telling where you're well, where you will find it. It oozes and it's a mess. And so there's no action plan. There's no solution. It just stays there. And typically if something has just been splatted or dropped, it festers. Let's just say it grows or it grows roots or it grows mold and it just kind of spreads. I want you to see complaining that way. So what do you do now? Right in this moment, I want you to just check in with yourself. I want you to see how you're feeling right now. Are you feeling activated? Maybe a sense of guilt, embarrassment, you just feel a little uncomfortable. Well, first of all, I want to say it's okay and you're human, but I want you to take notice of that. Maybe you're recognizing in this moment that you never recognized before, and this is coming to your conscious awareness, and you're saying, wow, I'm a complainer. That has become part of my identity, and I don't want that part of me anymore. And what do I do? Right? So just check in. And some of you may be like, oh, yeah, I do complain from time to time because I'm human. We have our times where we complain, right? I don't, it's, it's, it's just common. But I don't believe I'm really a complainer as I wouldn't identify as that as a huge thing for me. I really vent And then I come to a solution or I take action or I choose to move forward. That's great. I'm sure that both of you are here. I just want to ask yourself, want you to ask yourself, so how is, if you are in the complaining camp and you feel like, okay, this is me, ask yourself, how is this behavior affecting me? And how is this behavior affecting others in my life? And then ask, What do I want to do about it? Are you in the desire to change? Do you want to change how you feel and think? Is this something that you are recognizing for the first time right now? So here's what I want you to do if this is you. I don't want you to do anything 
super major or complicated here. I definitely don't want you to sit inside your guilt or your embarrassment or any sort of what we would call negative emotions around this conversation. But what I want you to do is just to have this awareness and decide to take some small action steps this week. I would like for you to commit to not complain about anything. And you're laughing right now, right? (laughs) I kind of giggled when I wrote this, actually. I was writing my notes. Okay, so we're going to slip up. But here's what's cool about this. If we're aware of it, we're going to catch ourselves. When I complain about, oh my God, I was turning on the road today and this car was going so slow. And they affected me getting to work on time. Oh shoot, that's complaining. And then I go, wait a minute, how did that even help me to say that? Right? So the cool thing is when we bring this type of stuff to our awareness and we make these small commitments, we're not committing because we're going to be perfect. And we're going to, woohoo, I'm going to be so awesome and I'm not going to complain all week because that's just not reality when we're human. Whether you're just a very tiny complainer or you're a big time complainer. So this is probably going to be a little hard for some of you, but that's great. So let's do it. So are you willing to just monitor yourself this week? Even those of us, because I'm going to do this, just so you know, I'm agreeing to do this with you. Okay. And I want us to check in. Those of you who are part of the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group, if you're not part of this group, come on in. It's on Facebook. And let's just kind of check in. And I want you to let me know. Either write it down, post it in the group, tell someone, team up with a friend. Definitely most of your, one of your positive friends, y'all say, hey, this is a cool thing I want to do this week. Let's see how little we can complain, even about the temperature of our coffee, right? These little tiny little complaints that, that pop up in our brain, it's going to help you just walk more into being in the present moment and your awareness just by doing this little, this little goal that I'm giving you. And then I just want you to recognize if you t- if you lean into realizing like, oh my goodness, I'm totally complaining a lot. I had no idea this was me. I had no idea I was complaining this much. No wonder I've been feeling so blah or blue or depressed this week. Ask yourself, is this a coping mechanism? Am I feeling mad, uptight, cynical? You know, I'm having these negative feelings a lot. Am I trying to express and regulate my emotions, but I just didn't really know how? Maybe that's me. So get honest. And you remember, and I'll tell you this over and over and over, the key to any of this is to have the awareness and get super honest. So as you're here in this moment and you're aware, you're like, oh my goodness, that's it. That's what causes me some of my struggles and how I'm feeling. I'm complaining. Awesome. Get super honest with yourself. Why do I think I'm doing this? Am I coping? When's the last time I've screamed and regulated and released my anger? Like Michelle talked about last week. When have I allowed myself to cry without judging? What's wrong with me? Why are you crying? This is crazy. 
when is the last time I've, you know, celebrated and jumped for joy and giggled over something super silly? Like, just recognize it. That's all we're doing here. And then take a tiny little step this week. And I want you to commit to monitoring and trying your darndest not to complain. And when you do complain, I just want you to catch it, recognize it, and start all over. Okay? Have a beautiful week. I'm excited to hear from you. Shoot me an email, michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. I do have this coming to the end of summer, just to let you know. And I've got a few coaching spots opening up these next month that have your name written all over it. So if you are ready to get the support that you need to stop over drinking and really create the life that you love and that I believe that can walk you in your calling and your purpose that God designed you for, then email me and let's have a chat. I'll talk to you soon. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helps you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.